You can check us out on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out our social media on Instagram at Menovation and Facebook at Menovation Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about a conversation that not a lot of men like to talk about, and that's insecurities. Insecurities of being a man, insecurities that we face as Christian men. And today we're just going to bust the lid off this and hit it straight on and get real. Uh, I I believe this is going to be a a conversation that's going to bring a lot of relief to men because we don't tend to um, dive too much into this. We, We see that our women are are usually known for having insecurities but let me tell you it is a issue that men face every day oh yeah and we deal with it in the confines of our head so ah something like that boom (sighs) look at that all right episode six and seven here we go i feel insecure to talk about insecurities (laughs) (laughs) it's true it's uh it's a lot yeah and i think tyson just went right there and in, in, in the point that and in, to the point that a lot of men doesn't talk about it. Yeah. Doesn't talk about insecurities because they are insecure. Oh, that's that sums it up. All right, show's over. Here we go. <laughs> All right, where do we go? Okay, so what do we let's talk about what the world says about men that creates insecurities. I mean, there's lots of things, and especially now, I think we've talked about a lot of different things the world says but um there's a lot of confusion i think that breeds insecurity because you don't know what you're supposed to be anymore right because once Mm. upon a time we were supposed to be tough and no emotion and sleep with a bunch of women but now we're supposed to be more feminine we're supposed to be everything we do is toxic you know it's just i feel like the pendulum is starting to swing the other direction oddly enough now we're supposed to be super in touch with our emotions. Now we're not supposed to bleed or be tough. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? who's saying this? The world. The world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You not heard this stuff? Well, it's cyclical though. Like It is. It, back in the 50s and stuff, like being a man was, you know, leather and you know, aviators and a nice stash and like James Dean kind of look. You That's know? my deal right there. I like that. <laughs> And and then we get all like emotional and because the world says, well, men or masculinity is so toxic and, and it shouldn't always be like them. Men should be in touch with their feelings, which is not wrong. Men should sure. be in touch with their feelings. But yeah. I think the pendulum has swung too far the other way. So I think it's going to it's going to come back around. I think it starts with uh, childhood. Mm. When we're children, when we're watching movies, playing sports, our world seems to highlight the champion, like the leader, like the superhero in the movie. And you always see them as this immaculate figure. And then when you look in the mirror, you're like, well, I don't really match up or compare Mm -hmm. to this, or I didn't win the MVP award, or um, I'm not as likable you know, tentatively with what's with this character. And uh, I think that breeds insecurity at a young age. Mm-hmm. And we tend to 
carry that as we go through life, always comparing ourselves to what the world says is approved, what is right as a man. Well, then you have, we talked about it before, but when you have low fatherhood, I think the father is one of the main thing that breeds security in Mm. men and women or Mm -hmm. boys and girls. And then on top of that, when you have men that are insecure or just people in general insecure themselves, they often pass those insecurities to their children. So, I mean, it's a, it's a vicious cycle, unfortunately. So, so you, uh, Tyson mentioned about uh, childhood, right? Um, when, what is, when this start? You, you said that movies and influence. I remember my, my parents didn't say this to me, but um, in, in my culture is this like, you don't cry because you're a man. You know, you don't show your emotions because you're a man. That's how we, that's how we grow up, right? Not in my house. I mean, I think, uh, um, but in the culture that happens. But I think that we, we want to find out where the root cause of the insecurities are. So, mm-hmm. Don't mind me. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Speaking of insecurities, Tyson's <laughs> deep throating a taquito. <laughs> John's taquito. <laughs> so, what is the first insecurity we face? As uh, I mean, what is the first insecurity we face in in our childhood or in our life? What What was the first insecurity we face? Well, I spoke about it in the last episode where I. I didn't feel like I fit in, like to to the that Rico Suave kind of Hispanic feel that I grew up in in the Bronx, and so I ended up doing stupid shit to try to fit in. Uh, but yeah, I think influences start when you are young. Uh, the the pictures and images you see sometimes like you, know, you want to be like your dad or or maybe. Maybe not. Maybe you want to be like your your uncle or your neighbor or someone that that you look up to. Um, that the world says fits the mold of what a man should be. I remember growing up, I I watched porn a lot, and a lot of the influences you know came from came from there as well. Uh, you know what a man should be, what they should look like. Uh, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's what uh, the images that you put in your mind are what kind of dictate what your ideal version of a man yes. is. And it's a lie, you know, where, where do you get that kind of information? You know, it's, it's usually, um, if you get right now, kids are getting information from sources that are not, uh, you cannot trust. Right. Um, and, and then. That happened to us mm-hmm. in a different level because we get search- from sources that surround us, right? Uh, but yeah, insecurities. I think for me, the, the first insecure was like when I was in Mexico. Um, churches in Mexico uh, believe that it's not good to dance, not good to go to parties like crazy parties, or and so I have a limit. You know, when I was with my friends, as soon as everything starts to get crazy, you say goodbye and mm-hmm. that's it. You don't see the rest, right? But then um, uh, I think that you miss out what the world is and what's happening and your influence, you know, into the world. So um, I start I start to feel insecure. 
when I was when I was young. So until you realize that you have good things that you can provide, right? But the society establish what what the that model is. That's what society tries to do. And that's why I think it's important that we speak up today. Because what society is saying, and I don't I don't watch a lot of uh news and it's hard for me to read a lot, but what society says is start to be imposed and in, in our kids on us. Mm-hmm. So that's when we we need to determine, okay, what are our core values that we need to bring up today? And those are the ones that need to subsist. And then so we can feel secure of what we are doing, right? I told my kids uh and, and during the last weeks I said, don't just speak because you hear it from someone else. You gotta prove that that yourself and you wanna make it a value so you can believe what you stand for, right? So insecurities is when we are not, we don't know. I think insecurities is a gap of knowledge. That's how we call it insecurity. That's good, a gap of knowledge. I think that uh, I look back to when I was a kid and I think what's funny is I'm resonating with what everybody is saying, whether it was a gap in knowledge, whether it was what the world was saying I should be because that's what I saw around me, especially as a young Mm. kid. You see around me that, you know, the popular kids when you're in school, right? They're this, that, and the other. All the girls like them, blah, blah, blah. They have friends. And you tend to start doing things that are not true to yourself, like you were talking about, Ben. Even from a young age, um, you pick up maybe hobbies, activities that, you know, it kind of starts maybe innocently. And then obviously, I think we've all been there where, you know, people are doing, you know, illicit activities that you're not really want to do in that moment. I think everybody has that moment. Um, which is ironic, but I remember for me, there was, it starts off as as a lot of innocent things or even, even like porn. I remember the first porn that I saw, I don't even think it was like normal porn, if you would. It was like a hentai, which is animation, animation. Japanese animation Mm -hmm. porn, which is super graphic Mm -hmm. because it's all animation and they can do whatever they want. Um, And I remember watching it and I will, I will never forget it. And then I stumbled across, you know, my dad's porn and then what that unlocks in you and it, you start to do weird things mm-hmm. because you're, you see these super explicit things when you're a young age and then you start to do them, you start to try things on your own time, right? I, uh, <clears throat> I remember when I first started masturbating because of those things, I remember all those things, um, and it all fuels from lack of knowledge, right? From wanting to fit in. Um, and then not having like a secure father figure in my life to tell me that I was okay, mm-hmm. you know, or come alongside me like to find out, oh, okay, you looked at porn. Okay, let's talk through this. Let's process this. I didn't have any of that. Right. So it was me just kind of fumbling around in the dark, right? Like the Bible talks about without vision, you will perish. Um and uh, I think that's true your entire life. And when you don't have any knowledge and you don't have any examples, you're going to obviously make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And just what you talk about this, I think we have similar, right? Uh, in our past, similarities in our past. Right now, every kid is exposed to porn, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, you're watching a regular movie and right now, here it is, you oh, know, yeah. they are... Uh, they are presenting that. You watch an ad in, in YouTube and you are, it's an invitation, right? All over and social media. So uh, as a father and 
as men, if we talk about it, which is an insecurity as well, we don't talk about these things, mm. you know, we, if, if when, we, when we're young. So um, if we are able to talk about it, because this is another insecurity, you know, the problem that we have regarding porn or, or other stuff that's happening in our life, as men, we grew up like, no, you're a man, you need to handle it. You don't say anything to anybody, right? Yeah. That's in in the back in the back of our minds. That's what it is, and that's what that's why some guys they shut down, and they just isolate. And that's the problem. So I, I'm really impressed, John, that what what you're speaking right now, and I hope that mm-hmm. our listeners, you know, this this can be helpful. I wanna I wanna say, and I'm feeling that we need to say it. You are not alone. Yeah. The problem that you are facing is something that has been happening before, but um, that's the reason why we're doing the, this podcast because you are not alone and you have the right. Actually, it would be better if you have the right to speak with other men that 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 can help you, that can mentor in you so you can move forward on life. Not everything uh, is not done yet. There is more that we can do. So that's why I really like what you say. I'm really impressed of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You can't do life alone. You cannot do life alone. I think what Ben, you even mentioned it. Porn, for example, we're talking about porn because I think porn fueled a lot of insecurities for a lot of us. And porn, shame, which obviously is the result of that, um, will isolate you. Mm-hmm. We talk about this all the time as Christian men, that you cannot live in uh, isolation because when you isolate is when uh, you don't talk about anything, you don't talk to your friend, you don't talk to your family, uh, and the enemy will come in and just wreak havoc over your life, and mm-hmm. you will continue in isolation. Like most, like porn, for example, uh, is such a big shame point for so many men, and then it will breed so many insecurities from sex to how big your penis is to all these things. I mean, that's just one example, but um, or even traumatic experiences breeds insecurities. Mm-hmm. Um, we're totally not talking about what the world says, but we're also talking about what the world does feed us, which helps breed insecurities, which is porn. You need to be, oh my gosh, it's just so many things. So, yeah, I, <clears throat> I like what you said about the penis size. <laughs> I'm just going to talk about it because that's a, that's a huge insecurity. Well, that's a thing the world says, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. You Ever since, be, yeah. Once I like went through puberty, it seems like the, glorified thing for men was who's got the big dick. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm just being yep. honest. Yeah. You know, let's, yeah. so let's, let's well, talk what, about exactly that. what the world right. says. Yes. And then they would shame who had the small dick. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, as you have any control over that, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. you have no control over that at all. And, uh, it's just been something that's, uh, has been a big insecurity for me. Um, You're you not know? alone. And, nope. uh, yeah. and I found that when I got married, I was, having conversation with my wife and I'm like, Hey, am I, I literally asked her like, am I big enough? Yeah. Yeah. And she was just like, what are you talking about? I had the exact same conversation. <laughs> yeah. about yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not, I don't have a horse wiener, you know, <laughs> that's a foot long. And she's like, Whoa, no, no. Like that's not, um, that is not what women Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Right. Yep. Yep. They care about yep. you, and mm-hmm. like my mom always said, it's all about the motion in the ocean, baby. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's not the size of the boat. <laughs> so, uh, well, that's a huge insecurity the world feeds us, right? That all women care about is penis size. You got to be a dynamite in bed. You got to even even how long you last in bed. 
you know, you got to last like an hour. I've never lasted no hour. I mean, I'm just saying like, but yeah, keep going. Sorry. It's just I all those things. Kudos to, to his mom for, for, for saying that. That's awesome. Cause you yeah. would expect like men to speak about that and, and fathers to, yep. Yep. to encourage your sons in that way. But, the fact that his mom said that, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, well, she noticed the conversation that my brothers and I were having at a young age. Oh, and I she bet, yeah. addressed it head yeah. on because, you know, we'd go to school, we'd hang out with our friends in the locker room. And then um, I'd get insecure because someone has a bigger wiener than me. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then I come home and I um, tease my younger brother for having a smaller wiener than me. Wow. And that's when my mom was like, hey, 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 no, that's that's not what it's about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah. God made you perfect just the way you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, so, you know, that's been a big insecurity for me just cause I, I played college football and, uh, being in that locker room after dudes. practice, <laughs> you know, you're, there's this huge shower hall and, you know, we got some dudes who are, you know, packets of me. Big, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the butcher's block right there. You know? <laughs> like, and so I just remember walking in the shower and just feeling super insecure looking at some men and then I'd look at other guys and be like, Oh, I'm secure now, you know, and yeah, I'm yeah. not showering next to him and I am going to shower next to you. <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> right. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's interesting how that stuff gets like the world convince you that what makes that's what makes a man, right? Yeah. You got to have a big dick. You got to be able to perform in bed. You got to be able to do all these things. Mm-hmm. But in reality, that's not true at all. My wife does not give two shits about any of that. She wants to know that she's loved. Mm-hmm. She wants me to romance her. She wants, and it has nothing to do with sex. It's back, mm-hmm. It's basically everything that happens before sex is yes. what she truly cares about. So it's just interesting how the world has convinced us that that's what defines us. And that conversation is what got me into porn. Like mm-hmm. when I first heard, you know, conversations, I mean, when you're growing up, you don't really think about it until someone says, hey, uh, you know, you're not you're nothing until you have a big dick, right? Yep. Like yep. and like growing yep. up in the Bronx, it was like I was surrounded by, you know, Hispanics and blacks, and like they're like they're they're confident in speaking about it. Growing up, yeah, in yeah. India and and in the Asian culture, like you don't talk about that, sure. And so, like the first time you heard about it was what got me curious, and I wanted to know, and that's what got me into into porn. And, Interesting. And you know, it just it's a, it's downhill from there. How old were you? I would I'd say about, well, when I moved to the, the Bronx, it was like 11. Okay. Uh, but yeah, before then, I never really got into porn at yeah. all. So it yeah. was like 12, 13. That was, was about how was old when I was. I, yeah. Yeah. It was 12. Yeah. And it's yeah. difficult. I mean, when you go into that, because they're actors. Exactly. They are selected. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, it's mm-hmm. all fake. It's all cuts. It's all this. That's all whatever, right? Yeah. And yeah, you're gone. No, that's what I'm gonna say. And then you try yeah. to compare, and that's it happens today uh, with so much influence from I don't want to say uh, Facebook, but, but social, social media. media. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, it's huge, social media. huge, and 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 opportunities to get rid of of something or add size something. There are those opportunities. So kids are get, getting a lot of that kind of information, mm-hmm. right? But when, when you realize that we we were we were made perfect, you know, yeah. that's that's if we understand that, that our core value is like we were made perfectly, mm-hmm. and and 
And we have to be proud of that, right? Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't mean that you cannot uh, decide if you see a man that is strong, all muscles, you know, you can set a goal trying to get somewhere right there, close to that, right? Sure. I mean, we there are opportunities because right now I think another insecurity is not only the size of your penis, but your body. How do you mm -hmm. look, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and, and I think that is attracted more to, to the woman. I don't know. I will, it will be interesting to yeah. ask them what they think about this. Yeah. I mean, subject. it may not have started at porn necessarily, but it's definitely emulated in social media. I'm not saying it's like the cause and it flowed over. I think it was just all elevating at the same time. Yes. But you have social media, you have Photoshop, you have filters, you have all these things. Yeah. Or <clears throat> you look at other people's lives and they're so good when they're showing you five minutes of their entire week that they mm -hmm. did something cool and they yeah. turn it into a video and their whole life seems like this amazing thing. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, but you're a thousand percent correct. Like yeah. I'm losing my hair. I don't have much hair left. And that's a huge area. It's like, you know, do I, do I get Rogaine? Do I do all these things, blah, blah, blah. Or do I embrace it? And embrace but that's it. A huge, it looks good. Yeah. Thank you. But that's a huge thing for men. Right. I mean, I'm sure even some women, but how you look, do you have too much body hair? Right. Do, are my hairy enough, right? Can I grow facial hair? Um, am I going bald? Like, yeah, it, yeah. It's like, it's. I, you think about all those things. And in reality, you ask your wife, she's like, I, I don't really care about any of that. Take a shower, don't stink, you know, some mm -hmm. basic things. But yeah, no, you're 100% you're right. The, the, the thing that we see mostly in media, you know, back in the 50s when, you know, the, the James Dean look was the thing uh, to, to, to now where Victoria's Secret is replacing the, the the angels with, you know, big, big women. Oh, I heard about that. Right? Yeah, 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 and yeah. so it's like, either way you go, it, it, either direction, it's it's glorifying something that really isn't always the norm. Yeah. Like there are people anywhere in between what the Victoria's Secret angels look like and what the, the, the new Victoria's Secret models look like, right? Yep. Like there, there's, there's a whole variety of... Yeah of body types. Yeah. But what we're seeing is glorifying what the what the world thinks should be glorified currently. Yeah. And it's really idolatry either way. Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> right? yes. 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 Because yeah. yeah. You don't qualify uh, uh, an image, right? Mm -hmm. It's just an image. You got to see the whole life. Well, and that's the thing is it's all fake. Yes, it's it all fake, fake it right? Fake. Whether you're it is fake. a Kardashian right? That's been photoshopped. Mm -hmm. Like, here's the thing. You see Kim Kardashian yeah. in person, she's got cellulite. Mm -hmm. She doesn't look like that. Mm -hmm. And that was like one of the big things that I started to realize as I got older, I was like, huh, I have stretch marks. Mm -hmm. I have weird blemishes on my skin. I had, I mean, I had really bad acne when I was younger. I still, I might have scars on my face, like all of these things, but you start to get around people and start to like notice people. We're all the same. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. and um, even like women, when you like, it's just, it's just crazy that it is so fake. It's so doctored, right? Obviously with Photoshop and all these things, but no one looks like that. Or you see like these thin models and then you realize like they have no ass. They really do, don't have any boobs. Mm -hmm. And either they've been Photoshopped to hell or they've been given like padded bra. It's like no one very like, I don't know. Like you were just saying, we're all, there's a huge, big variety of us. Yes. We're all different. Um, but it's amazing how the world tries to convince us that we need to look like A, B, or C. And it's all beautiful when it really is. you are confident in who you are. And that's that's the that's what the opposite of 
you know, insecurity is, is right. being confident yeah. in who yeah. you are. Yeah. Yeah. And as long as you're not confident in who you are, you're going to be insecure and you're going to get your, your thoughts from images that the world says yeah. is perfect. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So do people, does anybody want to share, ooh, excuse me, a personal story about insecurity? I think we've been talking a little bit about penis size, right? Do we have been? <laughs> we have been. <laughs> I already gave my story about that. Oh, you yeah. already gave your yeah. story? Okay. The locker all, right. all right. All right. Doesn't have to be up penis size, everybody. <laughs> no. Like for me, it was just image, right? And so that's when that's why I, I shaved my my body hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, penis size was a thing as well. Uh, like I didn't have the 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 locker room experience that that Tyson had, but yeah, I mean I've I've seen it in locker rooms at gyms, uh, but other than that, like most of my experience was images that I got from porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another insecurity that I've gone through is money. Mm -hmm. how, yes. how big is my bank account yes yeah and that i still go through <laughs> once yeah, right <laughs> i was around in, in in college and i had roommates and we all lived together and we're renting a home and then shortly after got jobs it was all about how much money do you make mm -hmm. and look how much money's in my savings account and when i saw guys with more money than me i immediately got insecure and i would turn to unhealthy um, avenues for trying to create my bank account, like gambling. Cause I was like, well, I gotta be like these guys, which was wow. an insecurity. Oh, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And so I would try and make a quick thousand bucks just to increase my status with my money. <laughs> Interesting. Mm, yeah. Huh. Crazy how, uh, money can play a big influence with, with men. Cause I think <clears throat> we're providers, you know, yeah, we're yeah. natural yeah. leaders and we're supposed to lead our home and money can be uh, a way of providing for our families. And sure. So that's always been a, a, a insecurity that I've struggled with. It is, and, and it is for many men as well right now at the present yep. time. Um, and this, here we go again, they isolate, they don't say it, Yep. you know, but I, I can see uh, some people, the place I, I work, like the, the, the wife is making more money than them sure. and they don't feel adequate, you know, they don't mm -hmm. feel like they are in the position, but... I think, well, that do, and, and the the season we are living, the culture we are living, it is it is normal in a yeah. way, and that doesn't make you less. I mm -hmm. mean, you can be a great father taking care of your kids, you know, yep. Yep. and and spend more time, you know. Uh, if you make it a team effort, it'll work, you know. So financially, yes, what position you you have in your company, I will say, and I will say, uh, I have a a guy who called me like a month month ago and then he told me hey I don't feel worth it and yeah. when I when when I talked to him I realized that it's not that he didn't feel worth it um it was like he was feeling less he was feeling inadequate for the season of his life he was in compared to other men right and and this is something we we want to make sure and this it's important on the positive way because you don't compare to others. That's right. You compare to yourself. Yeah. If mm -hmm. you compare to yourself, where, yes, because we mm -hmm. we don't have the same background. Yep. 
Okay, so you can't compare to others. You can't compare uh, if you want to your body. You want to compare your body. Someone that that was born in an island in in, in Hawaii, but someone that was born in a place from Mexico. It's totally different. You know, we have different uh, complexion of of a body, right? So you compare to yourself, and then you see that you have improved. That problem is going on right now. There is a lot of women making more money than men, mm-hmm. but it's fine. Well, it's, it's fine. It's even happening in the. I don't want to get. <clears throat> Off on this, but it's even happening in the grander scale, and like especially in our culture, where you have equality versus equity. Mm-hmm. It's almost bred out of insecurities. Yes. Everybody's supposed to have the same outcome, and that's not the case. Like you just said, yes. we're way too different for that yes. to be the case. Yes. So, man, if I don't think is a, that's a reason to feel insecure. Yeah. Again, you know, yeah. I remember once my wife told me, "Hey, you want to lead?" Because I was leading a church, and he said. You want to lead a church? Go ahead and lead the church. I'm gonna work, you know. And I, f- you feel that like, no, I'm the one needs who needs to bring the money yeah, to the house. Yeah. But, but it's not, it's not like that. If you have, it's smart. If your woman is making more money than you, to say, you know what, I take care of the kids, yeah. and I'm gonna do my best. Yeah, yeah. you, you have more mm-hmm. uh, opportunities out there. So, yeah, yeah. No, so I think, I think for a one uh, thing for me is. For a long time, I struggled with lying, where I lied about how good my life was or the things that I had experienced. Um, I remember uh, when I was younger, when I was like, it was around the time I actually started looking at porn, which is interesting, Um, like middle school age, I would always lie about things that I experienced because my I came from a family of divorced uh, parents. I was just living with my dad. we lived in a manufactured home at the time. It was like a nice, it was brand new. It was like a whole park thing. Um, but, and so I would lie about what my life had been like. And I would lie about the experiences that I had, maybe girls I'd hooked, especially when you're really young. Because mm-hmm, then you start mm-hmm. to hear this stuff about, especially yeah. in guy circles. Oh, I hooked up with so-and-so, like 12, 13. Like you're all probably lying. Um, or you had one really awkward experience with your babysitter. But it's just, it's interesting how <laughs> I, <had that>. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember those different things where yeah. I would I lie. I was like six years old. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> how old is your babysitter? That sounds like abuse. Probably like 20. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> We're going to get into that in a second, but that's another episode. <laughs> uh, but it's just interesting. I remember I would lie so often or I would embellish in stories. And as when I would get older... I would go through experiences and then I would embellish on those experiences. And um, even to this day, I will catch myself inadvertently saying something like, oh, I said that wasn't true, mm-hmm. right? And um, it doesn't happen so much anymore, but there's definitely still random times when it just comes out, you know? Because I'm, and I'm like, oh, am I feeling insecure? Am I doing whatever? Um, and it's interesting you say that, Abe, where we're constantly comparing ourselves to other people, like what the way they look, right? In this room, you have people from all over the globe and we all look very different. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's interesting how you can start to compare yourself, like you were talking about earlier, to maybe other people with giant dicks where, you know, it's just it's just so interesting how you look at the, the melting pot that the world is and you start to compare yourself to other people, so. I totally yeah. get the, the lying thing. Yep where I would do something similar to that, where I would tell like a cool story and it was true, 
but man, I would exaggerate the heck out of the story. Yep. And I still catch myself doing that. My wife's always like, you're such an exaggerator. Yeah. Um, but it would, it, it stems from insecurity because yep. I want it yep. to seem, yeah. I want to seem cooler than I actually I want to seem cooler. Am, it's you so know, true. I, want to, I want all this approval and like get people's wow and awe. And so when I'm telling a story, it's, it tends to be a little over the yes. top. Do you the, think that people that, that speak too much about something, I mean, just when you're saying it, you know, it's a symptom of an insecurity. Yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. Embellishing I, stories. Yeah. Well, yeah. Embellishing, being a one-upper, being mm -hmm. a, and I think those are some of the things, being a, oh, me too, I've had that experience. Yeah. Um, there's a, a person at my work um, who does that. Where they'll there's a they're a one upper or they're a oh I've done that too mm. and you 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 catch it like it's just like stop just be who you are like yeah. no one wants mm -hmm. you to be yeah. anything other than yourself and it's amazing how and I feel like a lot of people and I think we all do that at different times you know like we see something happening even in the church world we'll get into that a little later but um it's the same thing you know mm -hmm. you're you're always we're always comparing ourselves to other people. What are all of the insecurities that, that you have? Gosh. Uh, <laughs> I think it's helpful to talk yeah, about so, it because others All right, here we go. Uh, oh, dude, well. I could go off. One. Yeah. Penis size. How long I last in bed. Um, how I look. My dad, Bob. Um, how my house looks sometimes when people come over. Mm -hmm. um, uh, my teeth. Uh, my skin. My skin's a big one for me. My hair. Like, I, I hate to let my hair get too long because I think it looks like trash because I have no hair. Um, I can't grow a beard. I mean, this, <laughs> I'm just, you know, you just asked me. Uh, debt. Um, the fact that I don't have a perfectly manicured lawn. Mm. It's super random, but that's, you know. Um, sometimes I will feel embarrassed of my family, which is super ironic, Right. Um, my extended family, very insecure about that. Um, gosh, I keep going. Those are some big ones though. That's no, that's good. Yeah. I don't know if you wanted all that list, but no, that I, <laughs> I'm sure someone that listens to it would identify with a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how like the bulk of your insecurities are physical attributes that you really can't change. Yeah. You yeah, know, totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why is that? Like, and I believe that's for most people, especially women. Yes. Like, yes. there's just an insecurity with our physical being, our bodies, our hair, our teeth. Why is that? It, because we have the influence from society. You know, we're just they're just, and you believe in that. That's what yeah. I really like that. What you just said, John. We gotta remember who we are, and we 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 we've been made. That is what I think of all the time when yeah. I see my insecurities. Like yep. the way I overcome that is by remembering who I am, yep. whose I am, that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. And it yep. doesn't matter yep. what anybody says or what anyone thinks or what's wrong with me. Like if I just remember those things, I mean, I, I think you were asking about insecurities and, and where that, that, that comes from. I mean, it stemmed uh, if if you're one that 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 believes in the biblical history of of how things happen, it's 
stemmed in the garden, right? Oh, like yeah. where yeah. even before that, where like even even the the fall oh, yeah. of of angels, right? Like yeah. uh, they he wanted to be someone he, he isn't that he he wasn't. He wanted yeah. to be someone better than what he yeah. was. And he was the best. <laughs> exactly. That's what's right? ironic. That's what's yeah. ironic. If he would just been who God created him to be, right? Then he would have been awesome, right? So, and like even in the garden, like man was at his best, and then you know, Satan said, "But don't you want to be like God?" Yep. <laughs> right? Wow. Yeah. And so, like, it's it stems even like if it's you always, if you want to look identity. at the, the garden, I mean, it stemmed there. But even before yeah. that, the you know the fall of Lucifer, right? Yeah. Was was also that. So it's been. This this insecurity thing has been around since time immemorial, right? Yeah. Well, That's it's always so about it's always about identity. Always, like mm-hmm. you just said, it's yeah. always mm-hmm. about identity. Identity. It's always about identity. And then when like when you can figure that out, when you can yep. break it down to identity, and and this is why we were talking about identity yep. in the previous version. If you can break this down to what your identity is and who you are, what influenced your identity. Then you could start working through all of that and build your confidence up and 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 remove. I mean, I still have insecurities. Yeah. Oh, like, sure. Right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But you, yeah, you've got to start somewhere and finding out who you are and what brought you to where you are, what influences you've been through in your life to get to where you are right now. That's so good when you talked about um, the fall in mm-hmm. the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve, and uh, how. Before that, they were completely secure. There were no insecurities. Yes. Yeah. But insecurity comes when uh, the devil shows you what you're not, uh-huh. what you don't have, as if that's wrong. Exactly. And so as he showed them, right. like, that's, that's right. good. You don't have the knowledge of good and evil. You only yes. have the knowledge of good. Yes. Mm-hmm. You need the knowledge of evil as if that's an issue. Yeah. It wasn't, yes. no, that's not an issue at all. No. And no, so no. they're like, oh, wow, I am inadequate. Boom, insecurity came in. Yes. So they took. That's a good message. Right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, that's good. Pretty good. No, that's good. Pretty good. And it's, that's the truth of just kids, right? Well, you just said it so perfectly, Tyson, is um, as if something you have, don't have, is a bad thing, right? It's just, oh, that was so good. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it, yeah, it's just so funny. We're all talking, it's always around identity. And Ben, you so perfectly put it. From Lucifer all the way down, mm-hmm. he was struggling with his identity. And if he would have just stayed in who, what God created him to be, if we would just stay in who God created us to be, there, we wouldn't be in this position in the first place. And that's so true. And I speak to my, my own insecurities. And that's when the biggest breakthroughs I've happened is stop trying to be somebody else. Just be me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm a bit loud. I talk a little bit too much. I'm a bit crass you know, those types of things. But, and that's the thing is, I think there's a balance. This, this this brings up a different thing. So we talk about being who God made you to be, right? But we've also talked about not staying where you are. Mm-hmm. And yes. I think that there's a, there's a distinction right. there. Right. Uh, Cause I don't want to breed confusion if people listen to the previous episodes. We are not at a lot of times who God made us to be. We're covered in mud and dirt and we're buried and through the process of finding Jesus, he uncovers who he's made you to be. He uncovers, right? Like me being loud, crass, often comes from being insecure about things. And as I get older, I don't need to be as loud. I don't need to be as crass. I don't need to talk so much because I'm being secure in who God has created me to be. He's uncovered. 
He's dug me out, so to speak. He's found the gold, if you will, Jürgen Matthias, uh, inside of me, and he's polished it up. And when God reveals your identity, then you truly become secure in who you are. And you don't have to embellish stories. You don't have to lie. You don't have to worry about how good you are in bed. Um, And as a result, all those things improve anyways. Mm -hmm. You become healthier. You become better in bed, which is ironic because you're confident in who you are. And you're not so worried about, oh, I need to be X, Y, and Z. But like, no, I am this. And I can be confident about that. And that's funny. When I'm feeling most confident is actually when I perform best. Mm-hmm. In, of course. Yeah. which is super yeah. ironic right yeah so so um i just want to um highlight something that tyson said about when when you feel insecure about something in your body yeah and things that you cannot change right that's very important because i don't want to get to the point where where i feel insecure and i just do nothing about it right i mean it, there's a difference between having a different body and then mistreating the body you have. If yes. you're eating crazily, if you're yep. not exercising, yep. we got to be careful saying, this is how God made me. I'm going to explode as much as I can. I'm going to I'm gonna keep moving. No, no, no. There's a challenge that we have. Yeah. Last and few like, minutes, let's keep talking about that because I think yeah. that's an important distinction. So, keep going. Mm-hmm. So it is important to be aware where we at. Yes. And if you can, like, we cannot change our bodies, you know, like, and I'm talking about muscles or, or, or size of the penis that, that cannot be changed, you know, well, there are some things maybe in the market that you can use, <laughs> but even you crazy but, things, but we're only going to get so big, right? Yeah. Like Tyson's going to get bigger than us because of his genetics. Yeah. It's just how definitely. it is. Yeah. But keep going. But, yeah. but if you, if I, I just don't want that our, our audience to our people that is listening to us just to think, well, I'm not going to do anything about it. No. Yes. You got to check and see if there are opportunities, you know, to get better. If you don't have a, a, yep. a sex life that is not being successful, you know, you need to talk about it. Yes. Uh, there are ways ways to improve. Uh, so I just want to make sure that we don't hide under, we don't hide our insecurities under another insecurity because well, that would be, that would be a bad Yeah. And even, the thing. funny thing about sex is if you're secure and you talk to your partner, Oh, often yeah. you can become better yes, at yes, sex because yes, yes, you yes, can experiment, yes. you can practice, you can be like, okay, does this work? Does this work? I'm going to try this. Oh God, that was awful. Don't ever do that again. Mm-hmm. Right. But we're in our insecurities. We stay yeah. where we are instead yes. of where we want to be. Yes. Yeah. 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 And so I think like uh, when we were talking about um, being in, in, in the church and how, uh, you know, God can help develop you and uh, make you secure, uh, there is, there is a, I guess there's a healthy side to insecurity when you step into the church because insecurity comes from comparing yourself and (laughs) as i stepped into the church i saw these men who were just living life at the level i wanted to be living at it was also small healthy what also small dick (laughs) ben (laughs) uh no they were just their their lives were were healthy they were living godly lives and so that comparison and i saw myself as oh i'm not there yet yeah is it it propelled me to want to change and if you want to hear us talk about what it is to be secure in the church as a christian man expectation versus reality. We're going to continue to unpack all of these things um, in the next episode, episode seven. You heard Tyson just preview it. Make sure you tune in next week. Don't miss out as we continue this conversation uh, on uh, insecurity. Thanks for listening.